This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. Woo! James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. Chill. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping off the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend to Let's get it on the road. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperFlex.com. BWB, what's up? Good day, people. So, uh, it's May 18th, by the way. Oh, okay. And you're going to be like, welcome to the May. Welcome to the May. And then you're going to look at your phone, 18th. Edition of One <laughs> well, everybody, w- welcome to the May 18th edition of One Nation Radio. No pause, you know, my customary pause. Is what happens is I'll be like, you know, the month, and then I'll look down at the laptop to, um, you know, the bottom Absolutely. of the calendar. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since uh, we dropped the One Nation Radio. I would be honest, I always thought it was that you would just go and look at your phone and find a date. Yeah, I thought that's how it was. I mean, I could do that, but you know, I'm I'm overstimulated by all this technology. I've got the <laughs> the Skype conversation loaded up with you on the tablet. I've got the microphone. I've got my other computer back there. I've got a Focusrite thing here. I've got the laptop. Everything's just going, and I'm sure I'm just running up the good old light bill. You lucky recorders. I, I would ask you an absurd question that would have been hilarious, but I'm not going to do it for this podcast. So just continue <laughs> on. Well, it's, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a show. And, that, boy, um, that boy is sensitized. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's a pay-per-view on Sunday, uh, WWE Backlash, I believe. Uh, it, it's funny how they like kind of put these things out of order because Backlash was like in September of last year. Yeah. And then I think, what, the beginning of next, uh, wait, isn't the end of this month Great Ball of Fire or whatever? That's July. Oh, that's July. Yep. So are we only getting one pay-per-view in August or just SummerSlam? Probably or just else? SummerSlam. Okay, I was going to say, because I have an idea for another August pay-per-view. You didn't call it WWF, fuck it, here goes nothing. Right, right. Um, that, that's pretty much what they've been doing. I guess we can start uh, at the beginning uh, with the WWE Championship match. Now, James hasn't watched a lot of this build-up, so I'm going to do my best to like just carry it on home and then go ahead and uh, get James's thoughts on these things. Um, Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal, it started with Jinder Mahal winning that six-way uh, over a, a, a flock of geeks and uh, with the help of the Bollywood boys and Every successive week, it's gotten, like, just more infuriating. The next week, he he has a match with Sami Zayn, which is pretty decent. But, you know, they go ahead and beat Sami Zayn, get him up out of here. Jinder starts cutting these wooden promos all over the, um, you know, all over the show's non-main event level. Not a shock. Uh, they do the thing where Jinder Mahal jumps in at the last pay-per-view and costs... Um, Randy Orton a match against Bray Wyatt, and that G- I actually did see. Yes, Jinder Mahal was out there ready for rain with those high waters on. Um, he also <laughs> <laughs> he also um, 
uh, ended up wrestling AJ Styles and defeating AJ Styles. I don't care with, with the help of Kevin Owens, and I was absolutely furious and turned the show off the rest of the night. Uh, since apparently we just gonna beat the best American wrestler that this this uh, company has, you know, with uh, Jinder Mahal. When, when you see that result of Jinder Mahal pinning AJ Styles, James, what do you think when you when you see this? Um, I think this is more fodder for the idiots that believe that wins and losses don't matter. Because their whole point is, well, you know, wins and losses don't matter from the perspective of, well, you know, you saw AJ just lost, and AJ's clearly the bigger star than him, so that proves the wins and losses don't matter. On the other end, it's like, all right, well, this guy clearly needed a win to look credible, and he got it, even though it was through ill-gotten ill-gotten means so uh, for me uh, why well, this, this, right? this, this was two weeks ago right the aj match yeah that was that was ago, this right? week that was this week ah okay so while aj has a championship match at the pay-per-view also right on the same as that card right but at least the whole thing is that should fuel the actual t- that should fuel the actual tension between Kevin Owens and AJ, AJ Styles over their feud um, to make it a personal matter because now he's costing them, you know, he's costing them Ws. He's got them losing the bums. Yeah, that too. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, like, like you said, I've not been watching, but it, it, this seems like, it seems like the more interesting thing, honestly, is people on both sides weighing in on whether or not whether or not, you know, Jenna deserves to even have the shot to be, be there in the first place or the opportunity to even to even, um, to even be presented as something other than a, uh, a joke, as he's been for most of his entire career in WWE. Um, I, I, I really don't know, man. Like, okay, so in your mind, have they done enough to where, like, even after this feud, he doesn't go back to... Like being a job guy. No. All right. There are some interesting parallels between this push that Jinder Mahal is getting and then what they tried to do with Dolph Ziggler before SummerSlam last month. Because he won a six-way, you know, uh, match and pinned, I believe it was AJ? He pinned AJ. Yeah, he, he pinned, pinned AJ. Because AJ, AJ was, in the middle of, was about to win and he caught a super kick and then pinned him. Right. And and pinned AJ Styles and Styles went on to fight Cena, so it's like, all right, I'll, I'll take the Cena match over the title match. And then Ziggler pretty right. much was put in a position there to prove it every single week, whether it was in the ring or on the promos. And bless his heart, Dolph Ziggler fucking fucking like you couldn't ask someone to do a better job. Okay, on that so lead compared up. to compared to this gender with... shit, not the same at all. It's not even like okay. It's not if, close. If Ziggler for the, for the job position he was given. If that was a ten, what would you give Gender's job so far? I would probably say like a four, non-joking status. Like now, I would say that because like you know people are like yeah you know he's he's getting good heat. I don't necessarily agree um, <laughs> because I think it'll make you know anyone that uh, watches this with their brains intact. Um, it's really hard to, like, take him serious. Well, to be fair, how many people will actually have the brains intact that watch pro wrestling? I mean, it's not exactly the highest of brow uh, art. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Like we are we are trafficking some of the some of the uh, some of the worst of stereotyping, racially, sex, uh, gender wise. You know. Yeah. Like what was it? What was the built Billy and uh, what was the Billy uh, gay gimmick? Billy, Billy and who? Chuck. Billy and Chuck. Billy and Buck. Chuck. Billy and Chuck. Billy and okay. Billy and Chuck was what like a decade ago. That was probably like fifteen years ago at this point. That was two. That was two thousand two. Something around there, yeah. Okay, like that, that's not too far long from now. You yeah. know, like LeBron's LeBron was still in league, like or, or he was a he was a senior in high school, but like LeBron's been famous that long. Yeah, it's not too long ago. Yeah, um, with the with the whole gender thing, like he's he managed to have a 16 minute match with AJ Styles that wasn't three stars. So I don't, you know, it's <laughs> it's a real struggle in the ring, um, and on the mic is just very wooden and like generic robot. And I'm just like, I I don't understand. But getting to getting to Randy Orton with this feud, Orton is like. Probably the the most stale babyface champion I've seen in ages. Um, he's gone on those those Twitter tirades and all that, and you know created a lot of interesting talk um, in the wrestling community. Ironically, I think he shot his wad a little t- bit too early. He should have gone ahead and waited for the best of Super Juniors. I don't know whether he was like, you know, I'm just gonna have a vision and get out there early before they do all this shit, or you know, if Randy Orton even knows what's going on. But, yeah, we have Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. I'm expecting no more than two and a half stars. Two and a half? That seems kind of generous. I mean, yeah, you know, Orton did, you know, that man's fresh off of two consecutive one-star or less matches on pay-per-view. Well, I, wasn't even talking, I wasn't even talking about that part. I was just saying as far as they're going to be in Chicago. The crowd is absolutely going to do any everything in its power to shit on that match. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't really see how this match is going to pull through. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it'll be Triple H and Roman Reigns level of shitting on a match, but like that crowd is, you know, especially after whatever AJ Styles and Kevin Owens end up doing, like, I don't see how they're going to be able to come off like, well at the end of this match, where you'd be like, yeah, you know what? There's been a lot of controversy and, and hubbub about this, but you know what? They actually did a good job. Like, I don't really see that happening, especially given Randy Orton's track record. Like, like Randy Orton, you know, I understand he is, in, uh, like, he is the anti-indie uh, guy, but at the same time, like, Randy Orton has a lot of, he's quick to recognize some shit's whack. Whether or not you agree it was whack to him, do you think that's, he that's recognized that Bray Wyatt like, shit was whack? This, huh? Do you think he recognized that Bray Wyatt shit was whack? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Come on, now. Come on, now. Like... And that's weird. We you know, know. Another thing with, with Orton, like, all the, like, best stuff that he's done in, like, recent years has come against who? Like, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Seth Rollins, those guys. Kind of, kind of, kind of weird, Orton. But um, I don't anticipate on Orton losing the title. Mind, though, like or- Orton's been with the company so long, he's probably been brainwashed from leave, and none of that shit you do before you get there matters till you get there. Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's true. Like he might be on that. He might be on the same dumb shit. Or like, oh yeah, like you know, 
you start over here. It was like, okay, like, <laughs> as opposed to the common sense of... No, we right, have video of that shit now. Record. This person has a track record of doing X, Y, and Z. So let's see if he can do X, Y, and Z here. And we should push him towards that direction of doing X, Y, and Z because that's the reason why we're paying him this fucking money to begin with, right? Right. So, but, so we'll see. Um, moving on uh, to the United States Championship match. Uh, I just think it's funny, you know, these two guys came into the year as uh, the champions. Neither one of them have received a one-on-one rematch for the title they lost, and now they're fighting for the United States Championship on a SmackDown pay-per-view. I just want to say that AJ Styles, since the calendar turn, has received the most elaborate fuck job that I've seen in the business since I started watching back wrestling. Yes, an elaborate fuck job. Let's go through everything. He comes into the year fresh off of, like, just killing everything in December on TV. Uh, all those raw matches. And then he goes and loses the title to Cena. Fine. The match was, like, you know, probably probably the WWE match of the year thus far, right? Probably. What's even close? Nothing. Okay, so... That match is one of the five best matches I've seen this year. I don't think there's anything else. And keep in mind, like, I'm not like you where I actually go and check out all these matches. Like, the second I hear good things about them, like, I get around to them. Like, I still haven't seen um, the Ishii match with, uh, Omega. with, with o- Omega. I haven't seen that. Right? Crazy. So, <laughs> like, you know, like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of those crazy... Um, uh, uh, Kamatachi, Kamatachi, what's his, what's his, uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi. Yeah, I haven't seen none of those matches, right? Dragon League, none of that. But, so, that's one of the five, ten best matches I've seen this year, though. But I, I've gotten around a few of them. But, there's nothing else I can think of even come close to that. Like, what would you think would be the second best match we, of, in WWE this year, so far? Uh, you're probably gonna laugh, but it might be AJ and, and Shane, the Elimination Chamber. Um, WWE title match. The I would say the Elimination Chamber. Neville and Gallagher at uh, Fastlane. Uh, Reigns and Strowman. And that's up there as well. And I don't think we've seen anything else yet. Yeah, like those are the short list. Are any of those even close? Fuck no. Um, but yeah. but moving on with this AJ Styles stuff. Like, yeah, you know, he loses the title. He was like, all right, you go ahead, get your rematch with five other guys. Then yep. that man comes out there, carries the the match like from every single guy to work with AJ Styles. Then he ends up taking the final pin to Bray Wyatt, who they want to you know get this belt on so they can do put it in the middle of this fucked up storyline with with him and Randy Orton. Then had the tri- then had the uh, the triple threat match that was awesome on SmackDown. I think two weeks later, where he didn't work the, the night after the pin and not. Yeah. Yeah. Cena took the pin and not Styles. Originally, Styles was supposed to take the pin, but Cena was like, you know, I'm leaving. Why would you do that? I'll just take the pin. Like, <laughs> and then they break that off into uh, Randy Orton going ahead and releasing his uh, his title opportunity again, title match against Bray Wyatt. So they have another battle royal, and then it ends in a tie, quote unquote. You know, even though AJ yeah. really like, you know, whatever. But then, the next week, 
they, AJ wins the tiebreaker clean. Yes, AJ wins the tiebreaker clean. And, and Shane McMahon is trying to restart the match. And but the week before, they were saying the referee's de- decision is final yep. and all this ridiculous mm-hmm. stuff, right? So they were trying to fuck that man then. Then they give him Shane McMahon, you know, in a storyline. And, and by the grace of God, AJ Styles proved who the fuck he was because they put a civilian in there with him and he had a four-star match <laughs> at WrestleMania. Like... Yeah, like I wanted to hate that match so bad, so bad, and, and Styles figured it out. Like it was like a puzzle. After that, how do they think AJ Styles? They have him have him shake hands and turn babyface, and it's like, all right, well, where the fuck is this championship match? You don't get no championship match. All of a sudden, you're just competing for the United States title, and you're happy about it. Meanwhile, all this time, you're still the hottest guy in WWE. Yep. And the main champion on Raw isn't on TV. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania. And the champion on your show, like, should probably be should probably be the semi-main, if anything. Right. Like, um, like will you be shocked if they? I mean, I you would know better. Than I would. Will you be shocked at this point in time if they put if they put AJ and, and Owens on last instead of uh, the championship, the, the, the WWE championship? I'll match? tell you this: I can see Nakamura and Ziggler going on last. The way it's been built up. Wow. Okay. Um, Styles and Owens, I'm sure they're going to have a great match, and we'll see. I'm anticipating on uh, Kevin Owens retaining because I feel like AJ Styles still has like bigger things to tend to in the coming months with Money in the Bank and SummerSlam coming up. But uh, moving Do you on, you think to the- AJ needs Money in the Bank? I've seen that he was champion for months. Fuck no. Corbin probably wins. This why would Corbin need it? Because- He's better than everybody. I mean, somebody, I heard somebody make a joke about Sami Zayn, right? Let, let Sami Zayn yeah. win it. And then, you know, how that man's so neurotic, that man is, like, going to go ahead and try to pick the perfect time to cash in and overthink it and all this dumb shit. Like, <laughs> he'll lose. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what up, Caleb? Um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, James, they've, they've gone ahead and made Nakamura the new Undertaker. I'm just go ahead and say it. Um, might have mentioned it on um, the show before. They're using him as this quote-unquote like this special attraction guy that they never let wrestle on TV, and you're going to have to watch him on pay-per-view. They're calling him the most feared striker and all this other stuff in WWE. They were doing it from day one on his main roster yeah. uh, debut. Dolph Ziggler's cutting all these terrible promos. Uh, not they are very bad. Like, like I saw bad. two of them. Bad. And then, like, they've gotten, they, worse? they've gotten worse, and then they pulled them out the gutter a little bit. So, wow. I'm just concerned with what they're doing with Nakamura, like, in a sense that they keep sending him out there, and it's just like everybody's just kind of waiting. And they're trying to recapture some, you know, quote unquote, recapture what they did with him and Sami Zayn when he made his debut. It's like, all right, cool, but why do y'all always just have to rehash some shit? And. He could have wrestled well, like. Good. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Like for NXT, when he showed up in Dallas, was he like? Did, wasn't that his first appearance on NXT television? Yes. Like, in 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 arena was like that night. Yes. All right. Well, it's, then instead of bringing them out every week, and they're trying to recreate that, they did a bad job because you, you you like you gave away like the monster pop. Like when he first debuted, right? 
as opposed to him showing up in Chicago and everybody losing, you know, going ape shit. They'll still go ape shit because right. it's Nakamura, but it's not the same thing. Right, and they're. I'm just concerned. Like, hopefully, like, like they're putting the pressure on this man to literally have probably like a four and a half star match the way this is being talked about and everything. I mean, he can do it, but you know, that's just like, yeah. And if he doesn't, then things could get interesting with Nakamura. And if they fuck my, him up, I don't have no faith in this company to do anything right. My my thing is this: Are they going to actually let him have the, the gigantic, big, you know, great? match out the gate as opposed to him just stomping somebody out the way that, uh, for example, Samoa Joe did with Sami Zayn in his first pay-per-view match. Like, don't you think it's going to be like semi-competitive as opposed to really contested? I think his will be... I think he's going to get in position to have a great match because this card is essentially promoted around him. Like, yeah, we're going to put Jinder Mahal in the main event, but yeah, this is Nakamura's debut. Like, and he's on he's on the poster, he's on all right. the big commercials. This is right. the match for the show. And okay. I think these guys are gonna go out there and have a hell of a match. Uh Ziggler seems to like realize like he's in a position where, yo, I get to be the guy that gets this guy on pay per view. So when has Dolph Ziggler ever been put in a position to have a great match and with time, because you know you could easily say SummerSlam last year, but I mean, I was, I was, it was, look, it was cotton and loaded to go. Yeah, yeah, you could easily say SummerSlam last oh. year, but I felt like they got their time cut, and then yeah. the uh, Dolph Ziggler went, took his ass out there without no insurance, <coughs> even though you know he did <laughs> his damnedest in the five weeks leading up to it. It's not enough. Five weeks ain't enough to build yourself as a credible star than being a guy that's been on the bottom for so long. Now, like, imagine being on the bottom for, like, five years and then trying to do it with Jinder Mahal. Like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. You skipped a big part of the storytelling process. Right. And that's and that's the reason why, like, when people, like, I'm sorry I keep harping on this, but, like, the wins and losses don't matter. People is like, dude, why do you think this guy's a joke? Because he never fucking wins. <laughs> That's why you don't take him seriously. You have to win, and you have to continue winning at, at a consistent clip for people to take you seriously. Like they're not putting out, they're not having Roman Reigns go out there and get his ass kicked all the time. Right. If he's out here getting his ass kicked every other month, he would not. It wouldn't be as big a deal for Strowman, right? Right. Like it, it, it's just, it's just so weird how whatever. I'm harping on it. We'll, we'll move on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the card is like just a collection collection of other matches um we've got the usos versus brizango uh who have turned face and they are the fashion police uh everyone's getting a great laugh out of it however i don't ever find cops to be baby faces in any situation so um that's just me not in in every single situation cops in no situation are cops ever baby faces ever really okay maybe uh like nine out of ten times maybe maybe one or two you know at the most you know, um, the Usos have been cutting great promos lately. Like these okay. guys have something going. Like, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta speed they, up because they ain't slowing down. Okay, so remember when they went back? They did the, they did like, in my opinion, I don't think I ever called it this on air. But did they do, did they do the Styles and Jadakiss thing like when they ran up on, the, when they ran up on American <laughs> Alpha yes. that one time? They, they've been doing it more. They've been doing that? Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. I, I got to watch those now. You gotta, I got to go uh, yes. scour the internet to find those. Lance Storm was saying he was, like, confused by it. He's going back and forth. Yes. 
Styles and JD gets out there. Landstorm was saying he was kind of confused about it. He was like, well, that may, might just be me because I'm like a 48-year-old man that just doesn't really understand. But, nah, this shit is that heat. Like, <laughs> um, we've also got uh, a six-woman tag between Charlotte, Naomi, and Becky against the welcoming committee. That's what they're literally calling them, James. Time out, yes. time out, time out, right, time out right the fuck now. Not because of the name of the women. You mean to tell me that Becky Lynch trusts Charlotte again? Look, you know, you know Becky Lynch is on that uh, Mount Rushmore of dumb baby faces with with Sting, T.J. Perkins. T.J. Perkins is also taking the cake because he's dumb as a heel as well. He might be dumber yeah, than Sting. He, isn't he doing everything Neville tell? Any Neville's new boy now? Yes, he's doing. He's Neville's young boy. Like he, he's like doing all this heel shit, thinking he's gonna get a championship match. And then somebody was on there telling. I forgot who it was. I think it was Austin Aries. He was like, he was telling. Uh, he was like, look, man, you're never getting a title match from Neville. What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, this shit's hilarious. You know, you know what's funny? It's almost like you know what he should have did. He should have ran up on a bill like, hey, bro, you don't watch any of the other parts of this show. Like, didn't you see that? Like, what just happened with Alexa Bliss and? Um, and Mickey James, yes, like, she fought all them fights for her, and then didn't get her title shot. And now she, now they're both on separate, different brands, and she still ain't getting no title shot. Yep, like you, that's a great point, James. You see how they just recycle this shit and, and give the uh, other ones the stories. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that. It just right, happened. right. Like, <laughs> you know, we've got two guys on the brand on this show doing anti-American gimmicks. You know, with with uh, Kevin Owens and then Jinder Mahal, like the same like deals, right. speaking a different language and all that. But um, apparently they don't watch their own product. Um, Charlotte is a babyface now, kind of. You know, they're kind of getting there. Um, should be a match. Uh, they can spin. What's the name? What's the name of the woman? Uh, of the heel woman? The welcoming committee. And it's Carmella, Tamina, and who else? And um, Natalia. Okay. And it seems like they're trying to position Carmella to break out, like as the next challenger, and then do some shit to keep Charlotte away from the belt for a while. I think they eventually need to get to Charlotte and Becky again, but, you know, why would they do that? Um, <laughs> Carmella on the main roster is still their worst woman, right? Wrestler? No. She, there's no way. There's, um, no, Who's Dana, worse than Carmella on the main roster and woman? Dana Brooke! Oh, yeah. I like Carmella's super kick, and I like her, her I finisher. I forgot. So she's second worst. I'd have to think about it. Who who else would be worse than her? Alicia Alicia's better than her. Alicia's better than her. I guess I guess you could say Tamina. Tamina, I mean, it's been a while. Tamina's since... Tamina's just whack. I don't think she's bad. She just she just she lame. like ruined her knees. Like she ain't been right since since she started wearing all them knee braces. Before she was like jumping off the top rope and all that. Now she'll still do it, but she ain't been the same. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta make a point there. But I I, I like Carmella. You know, I'm not. I don't necessarily think she's like the drizzling shits. I don't think that at all. She I just, just happens to not, rank low. I I just think she's very. I just think she's mediocre. Okay. Which is a step up from like you know back <clears throat> in the Oksana days when and Kelly Kelly days when like the the fucking champion was the drizzlingest of shits. Right. Um. We got Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. Who's uh, Baron Corbin has been inducting Sami Zayn into the Jump Zone uh, quite religiously. Yeah, yeah. So, how is... I got a question. Actually, you know, you continue, then I'll ask you at the end. Yeah. Maybe you'll give me some new information. Um, Sorry. Sorry for interrupting. 
Oh, you're all good. Uh, so with Sami Zayn being put in this position, it's like they want him to do on SmackDown with what he did. He what he did with Braun Strowman, which is basically make him like a fucking monster and like work around him and carry him and, and show him, you know, show that he's got you know some type of deal. You know, um, Zayn's in a weird position because everyone loves Sami Zayn. We all do, and they're making him look like an absolute geek. Um, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like they tried to do it with Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan was so good, he just rolled with it, and then he got over with it. But with the Zayn thing, I've said this before, I think you have too, Sami Zayn is great. He's not Daniel Bryan. Like, <laughs> but it, it, like, there's something different. He has some, there are definitely similarities there, but there was one of those guys. Like, you're not going to just beat him forever and then just expect everyone to, to just be down with him at all times. Right. Um, and it's so, it's so weird. Right. Okay. So like they, they bring Bailey in, they bring in Sami Zayn and they immediately want to like beat them and make them an underdog and make the crowd like them by beating them and be lovable baby faces that fight from underneath. But like, the thing about the Daniel Bryan thing that, like, I think they don't, like, they get they get part of it. Like, it's like when, you ever heard Brian Alvarez talk about Dolph Ziggler? Nah. Like, okay, he says, like, Ziggler's very good, but, like, he, 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 he like, he, it's like he watched Sean and then pick up all the nuances of what made, every uh, about everything that made Sean great. Uh-huh. He only picked up on, like, 80% of it, but you also need the other 20% to make it fully work. Right. Right. So when you're only working on eighty percent of the of the of 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 what you of the of everything that Shawn Michaels, then you only get you're only gonna get a certain level. Alright, so that like it's almost like it's almost like WWE that like, they look at the Daniel Bryan thing and they're like, Okay, so how did this guy get over? Okay, we beat the hell out of him undeservedly when he was already had some type of buzz to him and that got him over. And he also had the catchphrase. But we can't really recreate the catchphrase. That's such a, you know, that's such a once-a-lifetime type of thing. So they go back. So, like, their whole thing is, all right, well, we'll just, we'll just beat Bailey and we'll beat Sami Zayn. And then, like, people will get on, start, you know, hoping and wishing that he, he they keep climbing the mountain and reach the mountaintop. The thing is with, with Daniel Bryan is, like, they forget the part where, like, Daniel Bryan was, like, he was intercontinental champion by that point in time. He was like he was. U- I'm sorry, not intercontinental. He was U.S. champion by that point in time. He won money in the bank. Um, you know what I mean? Like he was a tag team champion. Like, he was already carrying started, carrying SmackDown for weeks at a time with yeah, Kane. Like, that 2000, like that late 2011 <clears throat> SmackDown is like pretty much the Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton show. Mm-hmm. And then. They keep going along, and then, like, he gets screwed at WrestleMania, and people are upset because, like, he had already got himself so hot because, like, that, because he had that hill run when he, when he cashed in on Daniel, on, um, on Big Show, and then, like, he's, he's being a coward about trying to fight Big Show again, and then he's hiding behind AJ, and he not, then the whole, like, lead up to WrestleMania, like, he's hiding behind his woman, and, like, he looks completely beatable, like, almost losing the limit, the title match in, um, in the final of the Elimination Chamber yep. to, to freaking uh, Tino. Or, uh, or, 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 I'm sorry, uh, Tino Morella? Yeah, Santino Morella. Sant- I said Tino Morella. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, uh, sorry, like, <laughs> dismiss that man like Cornette. Right. right. 
Goddamn. Yeah. So, like, they're forgetting the part where, like, there was a, like, yeah, when he came in, he maybe wasn't as big of a deal as, say, a uh, Sami Zayn individually. Like, he came in with the Nexus, got fired, came back as a surprise uh, tag team person against the Nexus. But, like, he built over a full year of, like, of having matches with, like, Morrison and Miz that were great. And, like, leading up to the cash-in, then cash-in, like, it was a, it was built. Like, granted, like, it was, it took, it took a lot longer than they're trying to build the Sami Zayn thing, it seems, or the Bailey thing, but, like, it took longer, and he started further back, but they kept building, and it was kept upward trajectory, tra- trajectory, my lord, I can't talk. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like, with the Sami Zayn thing, it was like, he comes in, he's like, yeah, he's up, bring him down. Yeah. Bring him up a little bit. Oh, have to be Kevin Owens? Maybe like he should probably be fighting Rusev for the U.S. title. Nah, that's no, nah, that's Roman Reigns. Fuck out of here, Sammy. Right. Rocks. And, and then it's like, oh, ever since. it's a brand split. We gotta, you know, there's injuries. Give some hope. Treat, like, which we tried, we're trying to treat him like he's a geek, but he's our third baby face overall right now. So we'll put him next to the two top guys and make him seem like he's a geek by comparison. And okay. He's, he's having good matches. We appreciate that. But he's not, you know, there where he should be, even though, you know, we've seen the stuff he did with Jericho. We've seen the stuff he did with Kevin Owens. He has the ability to put on compelling television and feuds. I mean, I mean, even, hell, even the the uh, the stuff with, with Strowman was compelling. Yeah. Uh, for what with, it was. Yeah. For, and, for, and for he was cutting. squash matches, those he, were really compelling. And, and he, also the, the feud of, of, with Mick Foley and, like, you know, don't know, trying to figure out how to push his buttons and if he should throw in a towel on him. Yeah. Like, but cutting promos, too, at the same time. And then there was that yeah. one uh, house show promo that got out. It's like, this guy's a motherfucking star if they handle him right. But, you know, we'll see. You know, they, you know, we rather put Jinder Mahal in the main event. You know, so <laughs> it, it always comes yeah. back to Jinder Mahal. So my, <laughs> yeah. so, my, so my question for you is this. Right? So yeah. where... Where do we see this this Corbin thing? Like, is it basically Strowman, like him versus Strowman all over again? Not quite. This has been, um, I think this is Baron Corbin's first real opportunity on pay-per-view where he's going to get a little bit of time to do something with someone and and mm-hmm. really, you know, try to try to go. Uh, in an individual role. I mean, he got the, the Ambrose thing at WrestleMania, but, I mean, it was like a pre-show match. It essentially didn't happen. Um, yeah. And with Zayn, it's like, how can you fuck this up? You know, and Corbin has been a serviceable big guy. You know, they're running low on that side on guys eventually, so I think he'll eventually work his way into a title match at some point. But oh, yeah. he's just like... He he's just like the uh, hell just just, just good and mediocre right now. What's up? I said hell. Corbin should have this title shot right now. You're right. You're right. Like the way that they've presented him and built him, he could have easily been in that six man match. But like he's not exciting or anything. It's just like oh okay. Well, neither, shit. Neither is uh, uh, Mahal. Oh so yeah. So what, what what's the point? Yeah. And, and, you know. Imagine, bland, imagine those you know, promos. Bland and boring to bland and boring. 
like uh, imagine those promos: Randy Orton versus Baron Corbin. Woo! Um, they wrestled this week on SmackDown, but I didn't watch it. So <laughs> they, they decided to beat uh, the best American wrestler that we have, uh, you know, with Jinder fucking Mahal. So I, I decided that they didn't need me, need me watching. Apparently, yeah. So I saw that Simon in the uh, Facebook um, group said that like viewership dropped by two hundred thousand people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's been going down every single week. It's just been but bad. Percent, like, but that big of a drop though. Yeah, it's, it's been bad, man. <clears throat> I'm trying to think, like, what game... Raw's been getting it, too. Yeah, like, like no one was watching... Game, I don't think anyone was watching game two of the uh, Celtics... I'm sorry, Celtics. Game two of the kawhi Spurs versus the Warriors that would make that number drop that low. Other than, like, right. yeah, this is really bad television. I'm not tuning in again. Yeah, I'm done. Like, you know, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and watch uh, and or pay attention to the NBA draft lottery. I'm I'm Okay. You know, so, and we ended up, you know, getting a number two pick so we can get Lonzo Ball and the big baller. So, what, this is like, what, the, the third number two pick y'all have had in four years, five years? Yeah, third in a row. Three in a row? Three in a row. Like we had D'Angelo so Russell. Randall, so, Randall, Russell, and now Ball. No, Randall, no. Was, Randall was the seventh pick in 2014. Russell okay. was the second pick, and then Ingram was the second pick in 2016. I and forgot. then. I forget about Ingram. Then Ball. My bad. I forgot about Ingram. Yeah. He, um... But, uh, the rest of this match... I mean, Baron Corbin... Back to Baron Corbin. He's just, like, a guy. Uh, he's not bad. He's not good. He's just there. Um, hope the match goes well. I mean, that's all we can really, really say. Um, there's also Luke Harbour and Eric Rowan. They're gonna have a match. Eric Rowan apparently, like, showed his ass on, on, um, Talking Smack. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's been, uh... Pretty entertaining, uh, I, but okay, but but Luke is in great face. shape. Luke Luke's in great shape right now, and he's got I'm new merch. Harper's, I'm assuming Luke Harper's the face now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I make sure. I, I think so. Might, I mean, Eric Rowan, the, the shit that he's doing, they might fuck around and turn him face. But um, one guy we didn't, we haven't talked about it at all uh, is Ty Dillinger, uh, who's also you know been pretty much missing in action since WrestleMania. And, you know, he's he's shown up, beat a couple of job guys. Yeah, the Ten God, as uh, James has referred to him as. Uh, <laughs> we just haven't really seen him on TV either. It's just like they've, they've not deployed two of their weapons since WrestleMania. So with him and Nakamura, I would um, like to, to think that he's going to have a decent match with Aiden English on the kickoff show. But, you know... Most people won't won't watch that, so maybe 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 next month, Dillinger. Um, it it brought that dude up so he could so he could be on the pre-show. Yeah, I bring him up then. Right. Um, we can talk a little bit uh, about the uh, bigger stories on Monday Night Raw. Braun Strowman went down with an injury. Um, he's going to be out initially. The the WWE report was that he's going to be out up to six months. Expect him back sometime in mid July to get it into uh, SummerSlam. Uh, the main event of Extreme Rules is... Wait, a- wait, 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 wait. He's... Okay, so he's out six months. How the hell is he making SummerSlam? Because it's a work. The the six so months... really a work? The six-month diagnosis is a work. But he's going to be back in two and a half. Supposedly. Um, okay. They, um... 
instead uh, went ahead and decided, hey, you know, we haven't shown the world champion since the night after WrestleMania, you know, on Raw. How about we actually, like, establish a challenger? So, uh, it, the main event of Extreme Rules is going to be Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and one other guy. I can't remember. Five people? Yes, it was Fatal Five. Bray Wyatt. Um, they, yes, uh, yes, and Jane bows ahead in shame uh, with, the, with the announcement of Bray Wyatt. No, it's not shame, it's disgust. Dis- okay, sorry about that. <laughs> um, this whole... Game. I just want to make note of one thing. Do you notice in the Raw number one contender match, they put it on the main event of a show, and they don't put any geeks in it? Hmm. So Something doesn't add well, up here. Yeah, that's true. When they do multi-man you know, matches for that for, for some type of prize or whatever, or Raw generally, like... They don't. They don't put geeks in it. They don't put Jinder Mahal's in it to win. To fucking win. They don't yes. put Mojo Rawley's in. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, there, there, there's a lot of like speculation on who could actually win to get the Lesnar title match at WWE. Great balls of fucking fire. Um, yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be Seth Rollins or Balor. Even though Balor has lost a couple matches, he had a real. Him and Roman Reigns had a really good match this week on Raw. Suggest Roman checking Reigns? it out. Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. This week on Raw. baby faces. The fuck? Yeah. So, um, the deal was, they had two matches. They had Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt, and they had Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor. Now, what was interesting about the Finn Balor match was the whole time on commentary, uh, they were talking about how small Finn Balor was, and he just can't hang with, with these big guys and all this. Mm-hmm. Even while Roman Reigns is wrapped up still from that deal like all of his bodies taped up and it's like that guy beat Finn Balor clean whatever it was a great match but I don't think you should be positioning a guy that you had a literally had a documentary coming out right after the show uh was was going off I don't think you should be positioning his him as a less than they did they, they've been this apparently this is something they've been doing because when they did a Miz TV with, um, with Finn Balor to start the feud, I guess what was going to be his feud with um, Miz, Miz <clears throat> said out of his mouth during the Miz TV, um, right before you know Finn kicked his ass, that like, yeah, you're small, and I, and I literally, I literally like, like I had to double take my TV. I was like, tell, it was like, I was like Booker T, like, tell me you didn't say that. <laughs> tell me you did not just say that. Like. When your babyface has a has a quote unquote flaw, that's you don't actually bring it up. Yeah, like you don't. Like, like yeah. Do you remember any time when like Jim Cornette or or uh, let's or Bret Hart like walked up on Undertaker and was like, "You you can't talk. You're a terrible fucking promo." Right. You're boring. <laughs> like, you wouldn't do that. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh man, Dave! Like, you, you I'll never understand. Jim it. Cornette, like managing Vader, being like, "Hey, yeah, Shawn Michaels, you're a tiny little prick. You're with your ass broken half." Right. You're like you're, you're, you're like you're like we're going like Vader is going to is going to literally break your back over his knee like Bane broke <laughs> back his back like in the fucking comic book. Like, no, you would never do that. That's stupid. Yeah, they um, they need. 
real humans to uh, go back there <laughs> and tell them, like, yo, what are y'all fucking doing? Like, since WrestleMania, like, bro, this has been some of the, like, the, the biggest, like, terrible, like, bad stretch that I remember late in 2014, it was really bad. And, like, in October, it was bad. Um... This is just like a new low. Like the superstar shakeup is not help things. It's robbed, I think, both shows of their identities. SmackDown is just like a real chore to get through. Like SmackDown was like there was a reason we were saying it was like the show of the year last year. And it seems like ever since like ironically Moron Ronaldo left, just things just haven't flowed the same. And you know, they sacrificed their roster during uh WrestleMania season by swapping all those, you know, champions around and Everything like that, it just hasn't recovered to me. Okay, well, think of it like this: SmackDown's formula that made him a success over the first what six months, uh huh, seven months, whatever, whatever that length of time was from when Moral, like right before WrestleMania, or let's say from let's go from from after after SummerSlam until hell, not even do that. Let's do. From the draft to eliminate to like maybe a week or two at the elimination chamber, right? Mm-hmm. All the success, everything that was like a part of the, the blueprint, or most of it is gone, right? Right. A- AJ in the top spot, or the you know the the kayfabe top spot <clears throat> that's gone. Uh, John Cena gone. Uh, the best announcer they've had since Jim Ross gone. You know, like opportunity to give talented guys an opportunity uh, to push to the top it's there but they're picking the wrong guys right now yeah like Miz uh, gone like you know the mid the mid card that came through for them that made their their show compelling like like it's on raw now like Miz is on raw that 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 really hurts yeah um why don't we go into a couple questions because like I said you know, it just hasn't been exciting. So uh, we're going to take – we we actually took some of these questions <laughs> in from you guys uh, a couple weeks ago to do a mailbag-only show. So we're still planning on doing that. We're going to go ahead and take some of those now and then come back with a refreshed mailbag next time. Let's uh, off the top. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy, we, we kind of alluded to it earlier this um, show – he says, uh, who do you see winning Money in the Bank this summer? Right now, it's a SmackDown Live exclusive pay-per-view. Jeez. I'm going to say Owens. Owens. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm just going to take Baron Corbin and be vanilla. That's what everyone's kind of expecting. Um, it could be Rusev. You know, he's, they're promoting him coming back. <clears throat> And you know, so I what's going on with so so? How's <laughs> Lana doing? Like, have they brought Lana up doing like the Emma, the fake Emma thing or what was going to nope. be Emma yet? All vignettes, all vignettes. Still, they're probably going to bring them back together. If I had to guess. Okay, so like, it's been what five weeks since WrestleMania? No, a little bit more than that. Probably like eight weeks. No, Russell. Okay. It was April. The, it was like April second. Maybe seven weeks. No, it's mid May. 
we're close. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it might be six weeks. I would say six weeks at most. I remember. Okay, so I haven't watched like the last what five weeks of wrestling, and I watched a week. I watched all the shows after WrestleMania, so that's six weeks. So, um, so we're now like we're now we're now like in the middle of six weeks past WrestleMania. Ugh, it's been dreadful. Um, Nicholas Guerrero, what up, Nick? Um, he asks. If there are any wrestlers on the current roster or NXT that you think WWE will push to the same level or close as Roman Reigns? On the main roster or on NXT? Yes. You have to say no, right? I mean, as long as Roman Reigns is around, I would say no. Uh, You know. I would. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that, but like. Like, Who else has got a monster push like that? Like, like this is yeah, like Hogan S. Winning percentage last year. This it is, includes getting fucked and screwed and all types of other garbage. This is Hogan esque. Like I don't knew, I don't know if Hogan got this big a push. Like <laughs> Hogan. Oh, okay, so I think in WWE history, like Roman Reigns is a higher win percentage than, than Hogan. I don't think it's close. Uh-huh. Um, so I mean, I mean, you know, a lot long career. He's been he was up he was down a lot more than. Reigns ever been in his career so far, so I don't think that's necessarily fair. But like, if you're just going on win percentage, and yeah, like he's up there, like he's in the top ten, right? And like the other guys are like, and he's the only one that's like actually like a guy that actually like was around at the top spot for a long time. The other ones are like flukish stuff, like oh, this guy was here for like here and there, like like people like Sid on the on, on top of that shit. You know what oh I mean? man, like people are like here and there and like beat the hell out of people when then left. Once they realize they weren't going to win anymore or whatever, and have strained relations with the company, yeah, over the years. When it, when, when, it, when it was time to do them jobs, you know, they was out of there. <laughs> um, piggybacking yeah, bro, that, you don't get like you don't get hot by losing, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it, it's rare. Hey, look, Goldberg. Yeah. Um, it's a question you from think, uh, you think Goldberg? You think Goldberg would have well would have came out here and cashed in this year like he did the past year if that man was out here. Instead of being a, a, a like two hundred and four, if he's instead of two hundred and four being like you know a, a hundred and twenty and eighty, fuck no. <laughs> they would they wouldn't be able to bring that man back at all. Uh, uh, spinning off the last question, Spencer Taylor asks: If we ever see a Reigns versus Cena match, who would be cheered more? I'd love to see this match because I like both guys. Okay. Is this going to be like a normal, typical crowd, or is it like in a certain city? Is there a certain I, city I would assume this is WrestleMania. I, I would assume this is WrestleMania. I feel like Cena's going to get cheered. Because ain't, we, there's can, no situation can, where Roman Reigns gets cheered. Can no, we, like, make a caveat of, like, who would get cheered more? Sure. Oh, yeah, that was his question. Okay. Who would be cheered more? Oh, I thought it was who was going to get cheered. I was like, shit, neither one of them, probably. Um... <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, Cena, like, unquestionably Cena, like, at least the Cena thing is, like, he he has given you more from a perspective of the length of the career to where it's it's almost like, it's almost like we're at where, like, Kobe at the end of his career, or towards the end, like, after winning, like, four and five, where it's like, there was an appreciation of, like, all the, like, even though people hated his guts for so long. I ain't feel no appreciation. Huh? I ain't feel no appreciation for Kobe when he was winning four and five. They they just started trying to appreciate Kobe like last year when he retired. Okay. Anyway, 
delusional Laker Kobe fan. Um, there was an appreciation of this dude has been very good for, for very, very long. Like, I don't agree that people were like, yeah, I hate the fact that he's a ball hog or he's a shitty teammate or, you know, whatever excuse they don't, they, they can, or the excuse or valid or, 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 or valid why they didn't like him. They were like, oh, yeah, there's a, I understand that why, I, I can recognize this guy's greatness as a, and never realize that there's only so much le- but left of him. Like, Cena's obviously further his career than Kobe was at that point in time, but, like, realize, like, it's, 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 coming, it's a close to curtains for this dude. There's an appreciation of, like, you know, this dude was top dog for a minute, and he did do a lot of cool stuff regardless if we thought he absolutely sucked or not. Like, like that's where we're at with Cena. Like, mm-hmm. Cena gets booed, and a lot of it is like, yeah, we boo him because, like, you know, that's sort of what you do here. <laughs> those those be the rules, you know. Yeah. Right. Um... But like, it, it's Roman has a long way to go yeah. before he gets to that. Yep. Um, and for all we know, he might be in the hollow before he even gets to that point. Roman, if I'm Roman Reigns, I'm cashing out quick, like as soon as you can go. A Rock, yeah. Look, you need you need an antagonist, like <laughs> I'll come out there and get booed, like. <laughs> Like, bro, and look, if there's one thing that um that Batista has proven for for someone like Roman Reigns is that you don't you don't have to be the fucking Rock or Hulk Hogan or or Roddy Piper or Ric Flair or Dusty Rose or or uh, Terry Funk to be to get roles in Hollywood. Just be really really big. Um, have a sense have some sense of com- of comedic timing and dry wit. You become a star, like. Batista was the best thing in a freaking blockbuster uh, comic book movie this this summer. Hmm. He was the best thing in it. Question from Simon Cotton. What up, Simon? Uh, who's who's failed the most, Bray Wyatt or Dean Ambrose? Oh my God, are you serious? How's that even? A, is that even like a serious question? I mean, you had to ask him. It's unquestionably Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, I don't think we properly took a dump on uh, the House of Horrors on this show. No, no, no. We, we, we weren't around for that. Okay. Um, that shit was an absolute uh, train wreck for how it was presented. In the middle of a pay-per-view, you make people stare at the screen for 15 minutes while they fight. You kill one guy. Uh, by dropping a refrigerator on him. Randy Orton shows up to a come-as-you-are street fight shirtless. Uh, with slacks on! <laughs> with slacks on, yes! With fucking slacks on! <laughs> and, 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 like, the... Guy, these guys are like, there's a limo driver that's dropping both of them off, and it's just like, what no, the hell is this? Limo, we only see the limo driver drop off Randy! So, like, Bray Wyatt just appears... Yes, maybe, so, maybe maybe he maybe he drove there on the um the reverse tractor. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and they went ahead and did like everything under the sun with Bray. Bray Wyatt's been an absolute disaster from the promos that nobody seems to understand but him. As I mentioned to you, James, off air, Bray Wyatt is a mumble rapper. Uh, the people that appreciate him may appreciate him a lot, but they still don't know what he says. Fifteen years ago, Jay Z said this about Nas. 
Just because you understand, just because you don't understand it, don't mean that he's nice. It just means you don't understand all the bullshit that he writes. Yes, yes, it's really simple. And like, there's, there's also another line Jay Z said that can that can uh, speak for Jinder Mahal. We don't believe you. You need more people. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but Bray Wyatt, he's been obviously, you know, he's gotten the short end of the stick at four consecutive WrestleManias, essentially. Um, WrestleMania 30, WrestleMania 31, WrestleMania 32, where he gets his match cut from him. Uh, because well, he's, supposed to, he's supposed to fight Brock, wasn't he? Yes. And, All right. Okay, well, so there's your tiebreaker right there, because who got the Brock match? Thank you. And who, like, and who did Brock, like, clearly, clearly Brock was like, look, bro, like, I'm not for, I'm not here for this mumbo-jumbo bullshit. <laughs> like, I, and, like, clearly, and clearly Dean Ambrose was hot as the sun at that point in time. So... Like like Dean or Bray Wyatt's never been as hot as Ambrose has been throughout points, different points in his career. Never, yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. Wyatt is a tragic figure in WWE. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are some people like I. I think he has you know, he has something. It's just he needs. He absolutely to- does. He absolutely, and that's the part that's frustrating about his life. You clearly can tell, like, you can, like, as for all the stuff we've said about him. Bro, we've fucking killed, we have killed him for four years on this show. And we're still like, hey, bro, that there's talent there. Yes. It it, it just has never, like, been able to come up with a cohesive, compelling storyline that didn't make you roll your eyes or make you feel like you're an idiot for watching pro wrestling. They've never done it with him. And then he's never had, and then, like... With very, with very few far between exceptions, he never has good matches on pay per view that they put over his feuds that have bad promos to begin with. Yeah, like we, you know, we talk about like WrestleManias and pay per views about like, yeah, bro, like these feuds are there's issues here and there with these feuds or whatever because of this because of A, B, or C, and ultimately they're gonna have to go into they're gonna have to go into the ring and fix and, and basically save their feud. Right. He's never done that. Where it's like, oh yeah, this is going really shitty, and then you save it at the end. Like, like that match he had with uh, with Roman Reigns and Helen So was 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 great, but like, it that that the, feud was past the expiration it, date already. People already didn't want to see it anymore. Like, it wasn't that exactly. Like, it wasn't great enough to overcome the fact that like they they had been going on for like I think maybe two months beforehand, and it was and it was sucked. Yeah. Um. Like his first match was his first pay per view match was an like inferno match. It had interference, Rich. Yes, that 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 bullshit where they laid the uh, carpet down, uh, like that was uh, that was just ridiculous. Um, let's do two more. We've got. Let's pick a new one. If well, this one comes from Joe Saba from Australia. What up, Joe? Uh, he asked, if Jinder Mahal as number one contender isn't the reason why you may stop watching, what would it take? I mean, I stopped watching during the middle of this week once he pinned AJ Styles. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not having this. Uh, you mean stop watching, like, for good, for forever, you good, like, cold turkey? Um, no, no, no. I, I'm still going to watch, you know. I, no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm in as far as his question. Oh, I would think, yeah, the why you may stop watching. It's kind of vague, so I, I, let's go Let's okay. go to big, you know, all the way up to the top. What, what would maybe right, be so, like, you know what, I'm done. I mean, 
mean, for me, it's the NBA playoffs, but I mean, <laughs> 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 you know, like, the playoffs show up, I'm like, I ain't got to watch this bad TV no more. I'm good. Wow. <laughs> uh, now, but honestly, like, yeah, you know, I can imagine, you know, uh, House of Horrors could have been something that made people, like, really be like, I'm done with this. This is bullshit. Like, I don't see how that's... <laughs> Like I don't see how that's so much better than um, Hogan or sitting his eyebrows up with a fireball against the Ultimate Fucking Warrior. I don't see how oh much that, of difference that is, right? Um, gender being a book contender, that's that I can honestly see people being like, "This is bullshit." I quit. Yep. Um, you know, and then like if you're a nitpicky person like us, you could be like, all right, well, like the fact that like Roman Reigns is back on TV after, or is like he just got fucking like literally, you know, attempted murdered, like an attempt, like an attempt was literally made on his life, and he's gonna wrestle the dude like two weeks later. That's bullshit. Like, this is like beyond stupid. Look, the Undertaker the retired. That, like, couple, you know, I'm done. Like, yeah, like Roman, like this guy, this guy that like they have pushed down our throats and has like not succeeded is like going to retire. You know, one of the one of the pillars of the of the company for the last uh, two and a half decades. I'm done. Fuck this company. <laughs> definitely, that, like that could definitely be one too. Like that's not one that really bothers me as much because I like, oh, well, like the rivals on the wall. Yeah, it was time. Um, as soon as you saw, yeah, but like I can see people like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just done. Yeah. Speaking um, of that, speaking of that, I want to uh, go on uh, and thank the Lords of Pain's uh, column forum for voting my Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes uh, column as like the co-column of the month. Like myself and Dave Fenichel, like we tied in the voting for uh, column of the month, and I think they're gonna like put that on the front page of LordsofPain.com. So if you guys haven't checked that out, like a lot of people are liking it, and it's probably like one of my most well-received pieces uh, that I ever uh, put out. But big thanks to uh, the LOP Collins Forum, everyone that voted for me. Um, I'm trying to think what else uh, would happen. I, I, I would think it would have to be something like, I don't want to say this because this could actually happen, but like Triple H beating like AJ Styles at a WrestleMania or something. I'll be like, ah, ah. So, what sense does this make? Uh, something like to the, something like that. Like, if they continue to fuck, uh, if they if they fuck Nakamura, they fuck Styles, and they fuck like the Rollins and you know the guys that I'm really like, you know, I tune in to see, and continue down this road where they they are basically at, they are at odds. So- with the fan, with, with with the fans, like they're doing, yeah, like they're they're doing all this troll shit just to piss people off, like you know, in a way that has nothing to do with something that would make the product better. Like this isn't Daniel Bryan versus the Authority, like where the night Orton cashed in on him. I was remember I was telling you I was like. This is great because this is actually going to make Daniel Bryan a star, and this is the whole thing. I called it, essentially. Now, there were twists and turns where they, they might have taken it a little bit too far one way, but you could always see where it was going. This stuff that's happening right now is just like, what the fuck are they doing? There's no precedent for this. There's no real intelligent logic behind it. It's company line spouting 
by people like Road Dog <laughs> on Twitter and Vince Russo, you know, of all people. Um, and it's just like weird right now. But you were saying? I was saying, like, if that's the point about, like, you know, your favorite's basically getting fucked, then, like, I don't know why Caleb, what the fuck fuck Caleb watching this shit for? Caleb should be done. Yeah. Like, they, they you know, like, that Sami Zayn, like, shout out, like, that Sami Zayn title run, nah, I don't know, bro. Long way off. That's gonna happen. Long way off. see that one. Um, you know, when I, when I. That man won an IC title. Look, when I when I mapped out Zayn's career, like when I was like in 2014, looking at, it, I was like, that man could be like WrestleMania main event, like WrestleMania 34. Fuck no, that ain't happening right now. Like, and it's just, you know, they're they're at odds with their own audience, and you know they're trying things, and some people want to commend them for doing something new. Michael, okay. look, I'm, I'm all for something new if it's good. Correct. And like I said, Michael Cole being the number one contender for the WWE Championship would be something new. Doesn't mean anyone wants to see it. Right. Um, yeah. So let's go. Uh, one final question. Let's go from Michael Grimes. What up, Mike? Uh, he says, if Vince were to step down, who would he give ultimate control to? Shane H. Stephanie H or Shane, which one do you think would stand out more running the company? If he had to pick between the three, yeah. Well, I don't think it's really a pick between the three. I think it's pick between two or one. Right. I think either he picks I'm the two. To, either I'm giving it to um, what does CM Punk call him? My my my. What do you call Stephanie? Your, 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 uh, your idiotic uh, or your idiotic daughter and your doofus son-in-law. <laughs> Or yeah, something like, like that. Like picking between a, the idiotic daughter and the doofus son-in-law, or picking between or pick Shane. I think that's what it is. Like, I think those are the two doors. I don't think there's really like a. Like I tell you this right now. Let's let's say like Stephanie leaves Hunter, Hunter like triple like Vince is not going to give the the, the company the, the, in the will to and lead the shit to, to Triple H. It's not going to happen. Right. In um, fact, like I think I think what will happen is you you probably end up saying Triple H in the fucking impact zone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what the fuck is Paul Levesque doing in the Impact Zone? Wow. Like, Paul, look, look, Paul Levesque is in the Impact Zone. He is pissed. Yes. He is on fire. Like, <laughs> look, he's been waiting 25 years to cut this promo. Like, <laughs> about this company. <laughs> um, that being said, I think um, out of the uh, Shane... Uh, and or excuse me, the Stephanie and Triple H faction. I would automatic. I would assume that he would give them the power. Um, I personally think they would also do better uh, running it because you don't really know Shane's like long term ambitions with it. I'm not saying that he couldn't do a good job with it because you know he's always been ahead of the curve and looking at things you know from a digital standpoint and new ideas. But it's like Triple H already has the ball rolling on a lot of that stuff. And it's like, I mean, if you're if you're paying if you're watching WWE and you're watching NXT, you're gonna start watching the UK show, and you're gonna see Jim Ross on there. You're gonna see Nigel McGuinness. You're gonna see all the like new wrestlers and everything. If you're just watching that, like 
WWE's really good, like, on the non-Raw SmackDown fronts right now. NXT right. is essentially, like, reloaded on the low. Uh, I think I think a lot of it is... I think a lot of the issues WWE has is they got too big for their own britches. Like, uh-huh. so... You can make an argument that, like, the reason why the Attitude Era, like, was so... Like, worked so well is because, like... You obviously they're in a different area of the country every single week in a different state. But you could make the argument that like the way that they're, they're the way that they still ran things as far as like their storylines and like the, the stars, like it was still like it was pretty much it wasn't I mean obviously it wasn't in a studio, it was in an arena, but like it's pretty much exactly like like the 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 show was pretty much self contained like like any old like anybody else's TV like on Superstation like Georgia Championship Wrestling or anywhere else they had TV right right it's just you know it was in a it was in a a, a lot bigger arena like they cut promos the same like the people got their asses whooped backstage and cut on pre tape like it's the same thing I mean and now it's like. There's so much stuff going on, and there's talking smack, and there's a raw talk, and people are trying to get over feeds on Twitter, and it's not, and it's all the stuff else is like extra stuff. Like they have two, one they have it goes back to like they have way too much content out. They're overexposed, and two is like they're an identity they, crisis. They don't know who they want to be either. Like they they want they want to be the Disney World for wrestling, but it's like no one wants to see the Disney World for wrestling because that's a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Because you're never gonna make anyone happy. Well, no, it's just like okay, like kids. Uh, we 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 have the ratings. We know kids don't watch this shit. Yes. Right? So why why make a show that's like this? You know, like that's, why make a show that caters to kids and then I'm gonna want to watch it? Right. And we have ten. Mean, we have ten I, years I, I of proof I on this. I don't this. mean it needs to go to TV. It, it needs to go back to ruthless aggression or attitude era when people are cutting off pe- penises and and fucking Ridiculous corpses and, and frame frame fucking corpses. I don't. I, we don't need that. <laughs> like there needs to be like a type of common ground where it's like okay, like we don't need to. We don't. We don't need to assault like our customers' intelligence. Right. And like we need to, to like prove that stick, they know more than we us. have a plan in mind. We need to like see it through as opposed to. Wishy washy, swerving, like turning our, changing our mind back and forth every other week, and then like la- basically landing where we originally were playing on anyway, and then it comes off half assed anyway. And also, we need to like keep this stuff self self contained. Like, it takes a lot of work to actually be to follow wrestling. Yep. Like, I watch I watch a bunch of different TV shows. I watch Orange is New Black. I watch um, Modern Family. I watch uh, Atlanta. I watch. I can. I can. I can keep going over this. But you get my point. Like, there's a bunch of different TV shows I watch, and like wrestling more than anything else. Like, it's something that like you have to literally be attached to to actually like stick up and follow because it. Like one, it takes a lot of dedication just to be stuck with. I'm going to watch five hours. Five hours of my of my week, watching. T watching this particular watching two particular TV shows that are interconnected. Yeah. Let alone, like, all the other shit that comes with it, where it's like, okay, it's talking smack. Oh, you see the cruiserweights on Raw? They're also on, 
on the network on 205 Live. Oh, you know, like, the best guys that are in the minor league system, they're on NXT. You can watch that as well. Like, it's it's, a, it's very over. It's very right after Monday Night Raw, we've got a special document, one hour or one and a half hour documentary on on, on a guy. <laughs> it's just What's like, network? and then on oh, pay per view yeah, weeks, and, it's just it's like another day. Yeah. And also, like as opposed to yeah, you know, at the end of a of a series, you know, end of a season, we have breaks in between every three months typically on on regular television, normal like you know network television. And we have a series finale, and we go away for three months, and we come back, or we go away for a chunk of time, and then come back. As opposed to, yeah, we basically have series finales every single every single month that are called pay per views, and then like with something, and then like we leave you on the cliffhanger of this person wins, this person loses, or this person got screwed, and then you tune up, and then you tune in, and you start watching this what you're watching right over again. It's the same thing. There's no like, it, it, it's it's very. They could they could have really it's benefited daunting. this it's year. A very, like it's a very daunting challenge. Like if you wa- if you don't watch wrestling, I don't know how y- you're a person that has some type of general interest. I don't know how you like go from oh I'm watching WrestleMania this year. This is pretty good. I'm going to just follow along, follow these people along for a full year. I don't know how like, I don't understand how you like don't like start watching and then you're like my God this is too much. Not this is too much. This is too much. <laughs> um, like I forgot what I was gonna say, but um. Yeah, it it must be tough to have like an entry point too for for some fans. Exactly, because you literally have to go in and then you have to like hop on the Google, hop on the on the wiki and go through the storyline. Like, okay, this person lost, this person lost, da 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 da. This happened. They have beef. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, gotcha. And then, but you have to do that for like what between Raw and SmackDown, you have to do that for like seven different things. It's like you would do that, but they, the way they treat it is like, we don't remember these things and all that, but I don't understand that because like, y'all know what y'all doing. Like, as far as like who you're going to beat, who you're not going to beat, like, why would we not remember this stuff? Like, they're literally rewriting narratives to, to fit the entertainment of it. Like, James, did you think Roman Reigns had Brock Lesnar beat at WrestleMania 31? No, I thought they. I thought basically he had a comeback, and then they were gonna, and they both laid on the floor, and then they were gonna finish out their match from there, and then all of a sudden he got cashed in on. Or the, on Monday Night Raw comes in on Monday Night Raw. Let the commentators tell it. He had Brock Lesnar beat. No, he didn't. And they're, like, it, okay, they, so, they just come like do these things that just like that didn't happen like and maybe this is nitpicking. Like, no, but this is the thing, right? So me and you, Rich, like I think I think one of the things we have is one. It's really hard for me to watch all this other like great TV, great um, even even concept albums, great storytelling in in on in music and. Also, in movies, like, when they keep intact, like, trilogies or whatever, like Creed, right? It's really hard for me to see all of this great TV, like, from all around the world, like, from all around the world, whether it's from, like, Wentworth, or it's the Honorable, the honorable Woman, or um, is it's real. the English version of The Office, and then see, you know, The Wire, The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, The Americans, Veep. And then, like, you watch wrestling, and it's like, 
holy fuck. Like, this is so disorganized. And I understand, like, the challenges are way more looming as opposed to you and a group of people can go can, can go somewhere and, and bang out, like, all these ideas, whatever, as opposed to, like, you have to, having to worry about, oh, person X um, just just shattered his leg. Right. Because, you know, on, on rant is randomly. But at the same time, it's like, can y'all at least try to, like, you know, keep a coherent storyline in place for, like, you know, from, from from point A to point B? Can we at least get to point A to point B before, like, even getting to see what I'd have given fucked up? I mean, they did um, Goldberg and Brock, but, I mean, you know. But, so think about that's those the only guys, thing they've done look, a really good job with. Those guys aren't around anymore. Exactly. And, and this is another part, right? So if you think about um, – I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Said uh, uh, if you think about something with Goldberg and Brock, and then those guys weren't around anymore. Oh no. Okay. So back, oh, go, back, back to Brock. Ah, back to Brock. So I understand that me and you have really, really, really good, you know, border borderlining on obsessive uh, memories, like yep. the fact that we can remember things so well. Yep. Um, and we can remember, like, for example, like, I can ask you, like, all right, what's, what school did Joe Dumar go to? And you can tell me. McNeese State. Right. I can ask you, like, okay, what college did Scotty Pippen go to? And you can tell me. Central Arkansas. Okay, there you go. Guys have played in the fucking 80s and 90s in basketball. <laughs> so, um, so maybe we're being, un- or maybe we're, we are being unfair, but at the same time, it's like, for me, like, it, it like, it's literally screaming in my head. When like stuff happens, like them, you know, moving the thing that Brock Lesnar could have always, or Brock Lesnar was in peril of losing to Roman Reigns. When like, dude, the reason why they're both laying on the floor is because Brock Lesnar gave him an F five, <laughs> and then Seth Rollins comes out there. Like to me, it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah, it, especially like yeah, like you said, with someone like like our brains, it's really hard to process this stuff. And I, and I don't mean that. I don't. And I don't mean that as like some old. You know, we're blessed. We're, like we're blessed. Blessed with or blessed. My God, I can't even talk. I can remember shit, but I can't talk. I can't remember words. Right. Right. Um. But I, it's not like something where brag. Like okay, I remember. I remember things so well. It's like no, nah, dude. Like I sometimes I wish I did remember a bunch of this bullshit that happens. Right. Yeah. Like, like the I only reason I know that stuff, like, like about those uh-huh. colors, the only reason I know that stuff was because like when I was a kid. I had NBA in the zone two, and I learned fractions this way as well. Like every time you scored, they would put the shot attempts, the percentage, how much you made and missed, the player, and where he went to school. Like, and that's the only reason that I remember this stuff. And, it, and that graphic, like, it's like photographic memory in a sense. Like, if I see something, it's like I'm going to remember it. So, see, for okay, so for me, like, remember, I remember like, the reason why I remember a lot of this stuff is because, and also, like, I was good at math. Um, in school too, because like I really like enjoy watching anything. I really enjoy watching sports center. Like I can like the fact that, you know, you can watch one hour sports center and be, you know, and be cool and, and call it a day or watch your segment of sports center for how long and leave. Like no, my thing was like, I literally enjoy watching sports center. Like I used to like in the morning, get up at whatever time, watch it. And then like, you know how, to, like, in the morning, they'll run the same one, like, three or four times in a row? Right. Like, I'll watch the first one, 
like zone out, like go to read something um, on the internet or whatever on, on my computer when I was younger. And then like, it would still be playing in the background. I remember certain things. Like that's why I can remember that. Like I can remember like all types of like, Oh, I can remember. I can tell you like who I can tell you like MVP voting from like five, 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Like, like the placement, I can do that. I just, that's just how it is with me. It's weird. But like, so like that, and that's like with me with everything. So like when it gets supplied to this, like, Dude, like, how can y'all forget this shit? Like, it's so fucking simple. Like, we make, like, it's like, it's really simple, dude. Like, you even, like, most shows, I'm I'm sure maybe WWE does this, maybe they don't. Like, but if you're running the show, when do you say, all right, to make sure I don't do anything that, or or do anything to fuck up what I already did in in, um, earlier shows, I'm going to write down important plot points. And every turn. Just leave a note. Just in case I forget, so there's not, you know, there's not some glaring hole in my logic. Most good shows do that. They call it a show bible. Uh-huh. You figure WWE would have like some type of like database or some or some nerd like me or some nerd like me or somebody else that, you know, never quit watching wrestling or any of these any of these reliable websites or even when they've been, even when they update like the numbers all this guy. stuff on raw, all the stuff all the stuff they've updated and digital digitized and put on the network. You have somebody go over the stuff, write out all these results and like what was going on in the storylines or whatever, and be like, this happened, this happened, this happened. A, B, and C, da, 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 da. And, or you can just hit the wiki. Yeah. <laughs> and just read through these people's stuff and be like, okay, this happened, so I can't do this this week. Right. <clears throat> it's, it's so weird. It, it, they've only got one rule when it comes to like a show Bible type of thing. It's like, don't be Roman Reigns. You know, Feisty. yeah. Even though you know he's taking a, a loss since WrestleMania, uh, but you know he had to damn near be beaten to death to to take it. <laughs> um, you know, protect Roman Reigns at all costs. Triple H must look strong, um, even in defeat. Dudes are. Gigs. I have a question. Yeah. So AJ beat the hell out of um out of, out of Shane, and he went to jail, right? I think he did. No, he might have just got thrown out of the building. He got, okay, he got thrown out of the building. That's right. Okay, but anyway, okay, so let's start this point. So, Braun Strowman could, like, almost kill a man on TV, not go to jail. Randy Orton can burn a motherfucker's, uh, could, could, like, like, it is is illegal to, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Arson? Oh my gosh! Like? <laughs> no, no. Besides arson, oh my god. Uh, what's another word? Oh, vandal for vandalizing uh, grave sites. That's illegal. Uh huh. Neither one of them are in jail. They didn't even do anything on the consequences of doing this of this stuff. Nothing. Like they can even like tie that in of like you know they can't even do like a like a comedy thing of like Randy Orton is doing like community service. Like he's on the chain. Like, that show would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> no, nothing. Randy Orton on the chain gang. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Braun Strowman on the chain gang would be fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Look, someone tried to size Braun Strowman. He whooped their ass, too. Oh, my God. Oh, man. And, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. Sheamus and Cesaro are heels now. I think you might have caught that. I, I heard. Okay. I heard. Uh, yeah. They, they, like, they lo- yeah, they lost in the, te- the pay-per-view, right? Yes, also. They lost the pay-per-view. They lost pay-per-view, shook their hands, left out the ring, came back and whooped their ass. Yes. We had two yeah, heel turn we had two heel turns on Raw. 
We had gold dust turned on our truth. What? Yes. And Apollo Crews turned heel and kicked Enzo Amore in the back of the head. And Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil are together in the Titus brand, which I can only assume is Lonzo Ball and LeVar Ball. The way that we're, they're positioned in this stuff. Like, Titus O'Neil is LeVar Ball. Crews never talk. Does the Crews never talk? Pretty much. And he gets in there and does all the athleticism or whatever. And Titus is his manager or whatever. And selling out, talking all the shit. That man's LeVar Ball, bro. And I love every single moment of it. Um, Gold Dust. Do you think? I am I am one hundred percent here for for a Gold Dust nostalgia run throughout the summer, and having them start weird and you know all that stuff. You know. <laughs> so who who uh like okay so when they do raw talk yeah because I don't I don't think they talk. do it every week like who like who co-hosts with Renee? Uh, might be Jerry Lawler. Lawler. Yeah. Okay, so do you think they could do like they could bring Titus O'Neil in where he like he he gops in there for for raw talk and he only wants to talk to Lawler and then when Renee Young asks questions he tells her to stay in her lane and he ignores her <laughs> and just like and dismisses her. Why not? Can, can we get that? R- like if R- Renee would have ball, to start disparaging to like like repeatedly disparaging Titus for for that to you know be exact you know. But why not? I don't. Well, no, we don't need to be exact because after all, like they like, don't do details and nuance to, he's, well. He's playing La, He's playing Lavar. So like Lavar's not really, you know, aside from being like just utterly dismissive of her, like he's never really done anything like, or and also doing the whole part when he's talking about like, you know, I ain't concerned about I ain't like I'm trying to sell my this brand of ballers and I ain't really concerned about women. Like aside from aside from that part, those two things like. Lavar's not really a heel. Like Titus needs to be a heel, yeah. so he needs to go in there and just you know, like he needs to just, Look, like be a jerk to Renee. Just cause hey, you know how many people like like would not agree with you. Titus is a heel, or excuse me, uh, Lavar's a pretty big heel in many parts of America. James. <laughs> well, those are well, those are pe- well. He's a heel to people that like were, was already had him as a heel before they even heard him talk. So what are yeah. we gonna do about that? Yeah. Um, they, they saw the name Lavar, and then they saw what he looked like. And was like, all right, he's a heel. What I'm done. Can't, can't you know? Oh, you can't man. you can't turn those folks over unless they're like you know the David they're the, the David Clarks of the world or you know holy shit whoever else. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but but the Gold Dust thing, I think this should result in Gold Dust eventually winning back the Intercontinental Championship. What? Yes. Goldust, like, his whole thing when he first came in, like, he was, like, he was pretty iconic with the Intercontinental title. Like, it was, like, a thing. And if it's, like, one more nostalgia run of the weirdness of Goldust, like, I'm here for it. That was 21 years ago, bro. I know. I know. You really want Gold? Look, yes, Goldust bro. still work. But, like, I, yes, bro. I, I, champion right now? Ambrose. Goldust and Ambrose run it. I'd rather see Goldust as the champion than Ambrose. Ambrose buries every fucking title that he has. Every single one. The U.S. title, the WWE World Heavyweight title, and now the Intercontinental title. <laughs> All look worse on him. Yeah, man. Goldust. Run it. Shattered Dreams. Bring back Marlena, too. What up, Jeremy? <laughs> How many wives ago was Marlena? From 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 uh, 
Dustin. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I I guess that'll wrap up the show. Uh, we're about 90 minutes in. Yeah, uh, we're talking about gold dust. It's time to wrap up. Yeah, it's time, time to go. Uh, next week, I will be making an appearance on the Perfect 10 Wrestling Podcast on Lords of Pain Radio uh, with the implications. And we are going to talk about, what else? Wrestling. Uh, those guys are over in the UK, so they're going to be staying up late. I'm going to be tuned in. I think it's a live show as well. So if you want to tune in on that, that's going to be on Blog Talk Radio. Um, we, like I said, we got backlash this weekend. We've got the UK show starting on Friday. NXT Takeovers this Saturday. It's going to be a pretty decent show. There's something wrong with Hideo Itami. I uh, like he's not like like something's missing. Something's not right. Aside from the fact that all he does is kick. But there's just something not there with him. Um, they've got a nice little card uh, built up. Uh, they've got a women's triple threat between Ruby Riot, Asuka, and Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross oh, versus. Moon out for? Not sure. Nikki Cross versus um, uh, Ruby Riot is going to be like one of those fight forever type things. Like like those two like. Like they got to have like a last woman standing match, uh, Texas Death Match. <laughs> Texas Death Match. I swear they do. Like the way they are are beating the hot hell out of each other. I got a question. Yeah. How come there's never? How come there's never any like New Hampshire Death Matches? I mean, why is it always Texas? Because in Texas, like, they'll, look, because in Texas they'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Authors of Pain against DIY in that ladder match, that's pretty much assured to be great. Um, Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne, that's going to be great. And Jim Ross is going to be calling that match. Uh, And on the low, the WWE United Kingdom title is going to, I see it, eventually be like the NXT Secondary Championship and at the same time anchor its own show. Um, Also, Roger Strong and Eric Young. Roger Strong from St. Pete. Um... He has had a very good couple weeks on NXT TV. Him and Hideo had a good match. And they've also done the big profile pieces on Roger Strong, telling you about, you know, where he's come from. Like, if you hadn't seen him in the independence and all that, like, unfortunately, he was a guy that slipped through the cracks for me. I didn't get to see him, you know. And I I had been, like, less than, like, you know, I wasn't unimpressed by him. I was just like, oh, he's just kind kind of a guy just here. But um, you, you see a story, and it's like, wow, that actually is, like, a baby guy you want to root for. So, shouts out to him. Really? We have those in WWE? It's guys amazing. You root for? It's amazing. <laughs> huh. uh, you know, it's how, how do we do that, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, we're going we gonna to wrap this up. Uh, we get up out of here. Uh Make sure you guys check out all the music I'm releasing soon. Been recording a ton of it, and it's really dope. Yeah. Go ahead and check out your local Sam Goody for for the for the catch it on VHS. Bitch, you know. Or catch it on cassette or vinyl. Um, yeah. go, where's it coming out from? Uh, it's coming out of Motown? Yeah, coming from Motown. <laughs> Motown Records! <laughs> all right, y'all, we up out of here, man. Later. Peace.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co. 